on there. Hello! Oh no, that's wrong. I forgot which <laughs> podcast I'm doing. But yeah, you, again. you've been a podcast whore in the past few days, haven't you? Actually, you have been. Where, where, how have you been two-timing me? I've been mean, on the Rock, Paper, Shotgun, Electronic Wireless show. Really? So we really have come full circle. Yeah. Well, we're so full circle. Heaven high! <laughs> we're so full circle on episode 251 of Rum Doings that we are Ugh. ludicrously Ugh. in the same room as one another. I'm touching John's knee now. Ooh. I actually, yeah, I didn't I did. know that was on the cards. And, and, and guess what we're doing? We're, we're drinking... Chink. Insist. We're, we're drinking rum on Rum Doings. Mm. Uh, it's for those who are following along. It is the original bottle that yes. Laura bought John when she was wooing him. Oh gosh, it's strong! It's the Ronaniejo Pampero Aniversario Reserva Exclusiva Echo in Venezuela. Yeah, we've so been fans of Venezuela on this podcast because we like Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, think they're doing a really good job under difficult circumstances. Uh, lots, lo- uh, you know, lots has changed. The, the bottle has only dregs in it now. Like, yes. I like. John's marriage. The, the, the love left in our relationship. And, yes. and uh, like Venezuela, it, <laughs> it, 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 it too will soon just be an empty bottle. Its, mm. it's value is See, does, collapsing. What does it taste like? Is it, it aged okay? tastes very good, but it tastes extraordinarily head swimming. Oh. oh, it is good though. It doesn't behave, does it? Like most rum just does stuff in your mouth, but this one goes all the way up to your eyeballs. It does. It actually mm. goes beyond your eyeballs. It goes to the top of your head and comes out <laughs> sprouts of your hair. The top of your head floated mm. above your brain for a little so bit. So what's the topic today? The topic today is Cornish lust. Oh, okay. Today. Well, that's really pity, though. Because then we can't discuss that drink I also bought. But I the bottle of Cornish lust can't be talked about. No, I'm, I'm, I, was only, I was only joshing with you. Were you, were you jaking and joshing or mirroring? I was. Okay. Uh, the topic today is, thank goodness, the royal wedding. Thank goodness we can't discuss that. I am going to discuss it. Well, you, you shan't, or you'll be evicted from the podcast. I, I won't discuss the royal wedding, but I will discuss the reaction to it. Oh, this is... No, no I'll, tell you, no, I'll tell you what I will discuss. I will discuss the people who go on, I'm not going to discuss the royal wedding that makes me better than you. I'm going to discuss that. Because, yes. Because two billion people watched this on television. No, they did not. Two billion no, people. No, they didn't. I That's heard the BBC, made up. the BBC told me that two billion people <laughs> that watched was, it. They told that lie about the last one. Two billion. It true. That's it's nearly, it, it's more than... It, what was that noise? <laughs> it was the lie detector. <laughs> <laughs> two billion people watched it and you basically <laughs> deny their reality. Two out of three people in the UK weren't interested that it was happening. But two billion people on this planet... No, they it. didn't. That, that fact is made up. <laughs> anyway, what else do two billion people on this planet do in peace? Masturbate. Yes, but this was less messy. That's true. So, think about it. It's a little vision of Star Trek. Oh, no, it's not. It is. Two billion people doing something. <sighs> Is a vision of Star Trek. I'm going to get the... Oh, um, well, the no, the Wi-Fi's gone already. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I'm going to look at my phone to see no, what no. actual data is here. No, I think, I think you have to respect something that has... <laughs> that you've made up. The power <laughs> to draw two billion people in. Plus, it was, it was telling the correct narrative. It was good. In a the nice past. heteronormative narrative for you. Uh, heterosexuals are better, though. Aren't only 29.2 million Americans watched. Yes. So I think you're going to struggle to find the other... The other it, was a record, it was a record viewing. 
America, America, no, America has 300 billion people. Yes. So 10% of America. Million, but yes. Yeah. 10% of America watched it almost. Right. Okay. So you're struggling to get past 700 million at this point. So you're not even halfway to your nonsensical number. Yeah, but I, and we're not, and that's forgetting that America is the richest, most TV having nation on earth. Yeah, but they've got too many channels. <laughs> the Indians have to watch it. The RadioTimes.com will tell me. The BBC run that won the ratings in the UK. Yeah, they 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 were they're very coy about talking. But they about. were even bigger hit in America. That's fewer viewers than the, the Seinfeld finale got. I think that something that grabs people's attention to that degree is only very shallowly, snobbishly disregarded because it's, it has a certain archetype about it. And it is the messing about of the archetypes that's interesting here. You know, the fact that we have a uh, mixed race woman with her very much black mother in attendance uh, that... Preacher mentioning Martin Luther King and and slavery and so forth in the midst of the royal tea, whose whose who's, who's very um, ancestors had helped to institute it, I think is notable. I'll say no more than that because I'm not allowed to because it's a topic. I don't think it's notable any more notable than any other couple getting married, and it's silly that, to give them all no, this no, that, no. That's a that's a banal opinion to have. It's not a banal. That's a banal. I agree. There's I not, agree. It's these banal. are people at the top of a specific, albeit arbitrary hierarchy. Exactly. The arbitrary. No. Just because it's arbitrary doesn't mean it exists. Doesn't exist. Yeah, but that's it's arbitrary is why the banal opinion is correct. No. Listen to this. The average viewing figure across both channels. Yes. In this country was 11 million. Very good. That means one in six people in, in the country in which they are relevant could be bothered to watch this. I don't think... Because they were out... I don't think a, a third of the, uh, the population of the earth tuned in. Because they were outdoors <laughs> having a street party. <laughs> I, was, I was outdoors cleaning the, the drain. Who oh, are you, a Republican? The drain. Yeah. That, really not. I just don't care either way. I'm you see, and yet I am a Republican, and yet... I, I I allow the validity of the archetypes that a fairy tale wedding has, and I don't get all snobbish about it. I just don't. The idea—it's a moment of hope, John. I, it's not it in is. any way beyond their personal relationship. No, that's not true. Yes, it is true. You don't know fairy tales, then how they work. I know that I do know how fairy tales work. Apparently, you don't. If that's your argument, <laughs> oh, um, very sad. <laughs> the the uh, the gutter, every the Shakespeare that runs in front of every our Shakespeare play ends. With a joyful public marriage. <laughs> yeah. Where, well, every comedy, every comedy. I was going to say, Romeo and Juliet famously doesn't I'm quite I'm talking end about Hamlet, not so much. It's, it's, kind of the, it's the kind of the definition of Shakespearean comedy that has to end with a joyful marriage. Sure, but it's not the definition of, of, of fairy tale, which in their original form tend to end in rape and murder. Yes. Okay, if you're saying this is a fairy tale wedding, I worry for both of them. Yes. No, the, the, here's, my, here's my very sensible and rational argument. I better not be banal. Nothing is worse. I better worse. not be a hot take. No, I only have hot takes. Nothing is worse coming through the front door of your house than a wedding invitation. The idea of voluntarily watching a wedding I didn't, don't even have to go to is just so beyond my comprehension. I went to your wedding. Yes, you had to. That's my point. You were obliged mm. to go to my awful, boring wedding. But I was not a... I hate weddings so much. Why? What's because in this so dark soul? Boring and slow and dreary and it's just... You're not allowed to do anything entertaining. You're not allowed to sit and play games on your phone. So if you if you used to design... You know, games on the phone. You're a, I bet you allow Toby to have a screen at a restaurant. 
No, of course I don't. Well, you seem to argue, oh, I want to play games on my phone. Yes, and I want. the world. Not out loud so that other are disturbing other people. I'm not a monster. That's still monstrous behaviour. You're but not participating in the, the gaiety of the community. I would argue that the gaiety of the community does not occur during the four and a half hours that it takes to sign the register while their niece squeaks through something on her flute. That is Record, not... Excuse me, recorder. <laughs> that is not something I need... To be engaged in, on that point, I want to just be sit playing games on my phone and not having to because you're not allowed to do anything. You're not allowed to talk or engage with anyone else. You just have to sit there and stare straight ahead. If you'd like John to attend your wedding <laughs> and play games on his phone rudely, yes, on your special, I play them very politely. Please email podcast <laughs> at romdoings dot com yes, with sure. an attached PDF of the invite. I shan't come if it's not a PDF. It's just a PNG. He won't come. No, but if I shan't PDF, come either way. What if it's a because PDF? I'm not going to watch a wedding on TV. I hate. I hate kissing scenes in TV you hate shows. Kissing. I don't like. I quite like kissing, yeah. but I don't like kissing scenes in TV shows. We're rewatching Buffy at the moment, and I just haven't got the patience to sit through two other people kissing. I get the point. Just show me the lips hit. Cut to the next scene because the rest of that is of provides no useful information Are you? to me. Useful information. Well, the whole of entertainment is utilitarian. Show yes. me the next information, yes. by, please. <laughs> you. <laughs> at least be visually interesting we just rewatched all of season one of Legion which is astounding and every single so you should watch it every no, single scene bad. is beautifully shot and the sound is messed with in peculiar ways and it the, the constant cuts and jumps and, in, and, and fades and are so visually fascinating that it, it, you, I could even sit through a kissing scene in that where they did thankfully they didn't bother I presume I think we must have talked about this but we're all seen now so it doesn't matter I mm-hmm. presume Buffy the Vampire Slayer doesn't really live up to a rewatch season one the abbreviated season one 70 years since it was made 73 would you believe it was 73 years 73 years since the original uh, episode aired the um, uh, season one 12 episodes long is just terrible like so much worse than I was expecting and I was expecting it not to be great season two it's not brilliant but it picks up season three oh this is why we liked Buffy and it's starting to find its feet and we're like oh yes and the banter's great and yeah, I don't, it's, I don't think it's not, should watch it's it not again. as amazing as it was, but by season three, I don't you're think like, you should oh, watch it. Well, it's too late. We're three years Why? into this. Why? Because Why? there are so many things to watch. Why that? Well, because we started during a drought, during the Christmas drought. Mm. And so it's sort of there lingering, so we can go back to it every now and then when we have a gap. Yeah, we, right now we're focusing on Legion. Because um, I wanted to watch season two, but I wanted Laura to have seen season one first, because it was mad that she hadn't seen it because it's the best thing on TV in five years. And so, you know, we watched that. Now she's so pumped for that that she um, wouldn't let me go out last night to the cinema. I had to stay in so she could watch more episodes. So when we started recording this podcast... About you, 20 minutes ago. You lived... Ten, uh, only 10 minutes. No, no originally, we, you lived, uh, all those years ago, you lived in a dank, awful I sewer. My lovely, my lovely shared sewer. Sewer of a studentish home mm-hmm. with this stinking, dusty sort of... There's no way to talk about Graham. Lean-to. My boss now, so that's why yeah. that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just wonder how you then find yourself, just a few years later, in your in a newly converted kitchen with a skylight. Two skylights, thank you. One Automatic which, one, which opens by a magic button and detects the rain. You know, do you ever feel I sold loathing? The business. That's what happened no. in between the two. No, do, do you ever feel loathing that you've For done myself? this capitalist thing and you've really you've you've, you've bought a kitchen? Uh, you've done that you, so middle class now you would have to be shot in a revolution do you feel nervous? Yes. 
Do you feel no, loathing at having to have yourself shot? But I was born middle class, I'm afraid. I have no perspective. No, but do you have any loathing that you would have to have yourself shot in the revolution? No. Like, you didn't redeem yourself. You didn't then go and join the proletarian and help them bring down the bourgeoisie. You Sure I did. You installed yourself to the top Do of the you see the bourgeoisie out there? No, it's true. Your car... <laughs> your, 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 your nicely mown garden has no bourgeoisie. I would like to argue that if I had anything to say, there would have been no mowing. Law remote the gardens. Yet, day before yesterday, I think, against my will. I want them to go to meadow, she refuses. So, Victoria does the same thing. What is it with women and mowing? You know women and their lawnmowers, oh, eh? Eh, eh, It's just eh. awful. Always out there on a Sunday. <laughs> with their mowers. With their lawnmowers. It drives, I want it to be meadow. First of all, it's more fun to play in. Second of all, it's prettier. And third of all, it's better for the bees. At least at least we've left half of our garden as meadow. And it is so much prettier. It looks lovely. And you know, not only do we have bees, we've got foxes and yes. their kids. Yep. All playing. No foxes in that moan garden. I tell you, the, the foxes do a good job, though, because they're going to eat all the slugs. So, Oh, that's good. I would recommend foxes. They also look cute, the, the kids, anyway. This is true. So, apart from when they come into your house and murder your baby, and not you did it, they did it, it was definitely the fox. Yeah, well, I, I, I wasn't, it wasn't Granny's Pitbull. <laughs> no. It wasn't Granny's Pitbull. It was the fox. It was definitely the, the vixen, who's, who's gone away now because she's embarrassed and she won't come back. <laughs> she's very ashamed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you've got to look out for that. You do have to look out for embarrassed vixens. Um. <laughs> What's in your green garden shed? A science experiment? Oh, I wish. It's so it's so awful. It's just the most atypical shed ever. Does it, does it have half a tin of used paint? So many, so oh, many shells. You see, you are wretched. Some in your of them. Way. That were John, in you are wretched. Yes, you are wretched. Absolutely. Your self-loathing's correct. No, but I don't self-loathe over being middle class. Well, you should. I just. It's just no. It's just, you're too typically so. Mm. It's like you're a cookie cutter. Well, I'm a self-made... Uh, <laughs> You're a Thatcherite. Self-made thousandaire. <laughs> You're a Thatcherite. Thousandaire. <laughs> <laughs> I sold my own business and everything. But it's like, yeah, it's like having, it's like having siblings when you have an inheritance. If only you, if only yes. you'd been the sole proprietor when you oh. sold it. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, yes, well. But, oh, that's weird though. You said Graham is your boss, but wasn't he an employee? Yeah. So he's done this weird limbo switcheroo. I employ Graham and now he's my boss. Technically, we did employ him to be our boss. When we employed Graham, it was because yeah, but we that were was so in a inept. special way, yeah. We were all inept. And but now he actually is your boss. We were needed to employ a grown-up. Um, even though he's like 10 years younger than me, yeah. he'd been the editor of PC Gamer, a proper magazine. Yeah. And so we... Printed on we, dead trees. We, we grabbed him. And on, it's printed on uh, the internet now, too. Mm, um, much more successfully than we are. And so we grabbed him, and he's, and then we said, run our website and tell us what to do, which was great. But in the end, we could have fired him on our yeah. whim. But not anymore. Does he pull his weight? He can, does, he does, can does, fire me now. Way. Does he pull your rank now? No. Has, he, has he done any sort of, actually, you know, John, just do the story. Or no, no more than he ever did before when we employed him to but do now, that. But now it means it. Yeah, no, I think, in disappoint. I wish, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example. There really isn't anything. In fact, uh, Adam Smith recently left, the bastard. Adam Smith Institute. Indeed. Mm. Adam Smith, the... Uh, was he a good one? The famous econo- economist. Or was he rubbish? He was a fantastic one. Okay. We haven't had a rubbish one. Mm. Um, he did. Kieran Gillen was rubbish. Oh, yeah. Copper from Kieran, obviously. Oh, awful. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, Adam was with us seven years. He was the first full-timer we employed after... Um, was he before or after Nathan? I cannot remember. Who knows? After... Um, anyway, Adam was amazing and a brilliant guy to work with, and it's really awful that he's left us because he was so good. Um, and I can't remember the point. 
Oh yes, he every every week so I write the steam charts, and every week I try to write a joke about how the 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 uh, decaying corpse of Tom Clancy is still making all these video games yeah, that have his name on them. And every week you've been he, doing that for years. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And every week he removes the Tom Clancy the decaying corpse of Tom Clancy joke from the steam charts because he would say that it wasn't very nice, you know, to friends and family. But you just basically Tom control Clancy. F Tom, control F Clancy on all your work. <laughs> I think he must do. You should so say C L A N S Y one week. <laughs> when he's left and so I wrote my first steam charts after he'd left and referred to the fact that how sad it was making me that I was going to be able to make this uh, mouldering corpse of Tom Clancy reference in this sentence and he wouldn't do anything about it and Graham let it through so there it's good yeah you know it's good yeah no uh, disappointingly since we sold our PS they haven't made us the only thing they've done is given us more money and more staff okay yeah so again, the revolution requires even more shooting. And We've got lots of new people working for us now. Really? Yeah. Any ladies? Uh, we have. Well, our news editor for the longest Anybody time. Anybody who was born a lady. Uh. <laughs> the answer is all ladies are born ladies. I was going to say it's not even relevant, uh, but we have Alice, who is our news ed and has been for many years and is amazing. Yes. We have Catherine, who is our new hardware ed. Yes. Um, and then weirdly, ladies, we just ladies that do hardware. Well, and she's, the, I believe, the only one. And um, we've now very just, good. I don't know. I have no idea if she's the only one, but either. she is the only one. Any she is the only one. I, the reason I think so is because it is almost impossible to find a hardware writer well, they are so ludicrously difficult to find good ones well they're write, weird they're, once very, you they're write, very weird well exactly once you write weird are are hard to find but possible yeah. ones who write fun and entertaining copy are incredibly about difficult about the to latest find. graphics card uh, exactly oh. and Catherine is that golden goose that's amazing and then weirdly we just employed her freshly added husband no, don't need him. That's just tokenism. But he just got... No, we, we employed him only after he married her a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> it's like, finally, okay, you're in now. Yeah. Uh, Matthew is our, new, is our new video editor. But, but you don't and do... some new hires coming soon. I can't but you don't do yet. board games. Oh, we used to. We used to have um, a column written by Quinton, and now uh, that column has become its own successful thing called Shut Up and Sit Down which is a website about board games that Matt Lees and I'm going, I'm, I'm going to premiere the new hire David Meller that's correct is he still alive <laughs> he does something on Classic FM does he <laughs> yes Squid, was nice. it, was he, which was he the Pamela Bordes and all that stuff oh yes yeah, so you about to say Squidgy that was Princess Diana yeah, that was Princess no that wasn't Princess that was was that Charles Squidgy Gate. Oh, I think it was no, Charles. Uh, he said he wanted to. He no, wished, he, wished he could. He wished he could come back and be um, Camilla's tampon. Oh, in the next white life. Squidgy Gate. I think it's Diana and Paul Burrell. Is it? No. Uh, oh no. Hang on. Here we go. Squidgy Gate refers to the pre nineteen ninety telephone conversations between Princess Diana, Princess of Wales, and close friend James Gilby. No, I'm not and to the controversy surrounding how those conversations were recorded. So there you go. Squidgy. He called her Squidgy and Squidge. I call Toby Squidge, and that has now just become tainted. Maybe Toby is the <sighs> resurrection of <laughs> Good the Queen of Hearts. <laughs> He's the Queen of my heart. It is funny that um, to people like, well, J Judith, and even you know people in their twenties now, she, you know, Diana's nothing. She's a no. vague, vague historical figure. Yes, exactly. She's. Uh, uh, Joan of Arc or Queen Mary you know, yes exactly oh, yes. whatever whatever yes <laughs> Queen of Hearts too mm -hmm. in uh, the one that burnt the cakes <laughs> uh, I don't know and then dust yeah it's all, it's all odd that way do you do, do, do you wonder at that then at that 
Yeah, that you say, well, all this stuff, and actually, I, I will be totally forgotten. Oh. Like, like this thing, who's your great, great, great grandfather? I think it's unlikely that I should be forgotten with my legacy of PC games reviews. Yeah. Who's your but great, great, great grandfather? I couldn't tell you. I can tell you my great grandfather. That's as no. far back as I can go. Exactly. And, my, yeah. and your great, great, great grandmother? Well, no, I don't know. No, nobody knows. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> you will be well, completely no, no. forgotten. People nobody do. will care. People do care that with their ancestry.com. No, but even then, it's like, oh, there's a name on a page. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no layer, nothing, yeah. nothing. Yeah. You can see why Hitler wanted to do it. <laughs> you, you have to work very, very hard to be remembered. How many will it take? One million, two, three? No, I'm afraid six. Oh, okay, so if it needs to be six, it needs to be six. What about 10 million Russians, Nick? What about 10 million Russians? No, that's not enough. No? <laughs> no? You have to have a very specific USP. Yes, uh, and, did, But even then, the resonation factor, I mean, how long will it take for him to be, for Hitler to be forgotten, assuming humanity remains? That's interesting, yeah. Well, you know, you, the, your, your Genghis Khan. Yeah, I was going to say, your, Genghis, your big numbers tend to get remembered. So I think Hitler hit a big enough number to get... The, to well done, Adolf. Adolf. Yes, well done. congratulations. Well you shall be remembered well. Only the terrible people get yeah, remembered. Exactly, I was going to say, well, some Alexander the Great. People. Though, he, he, was, he was called the Great. That helps if you call yourself the Great. <laughs> it's Hitler the Great. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesus was remembered. That's true. He did not kill six million Jews. No, no, but he damned them all to hell. So he did not. He, in fact, warned them that they were about to face their first apocalypse, and none of them listened. No, you know, then, then AD 70. And then ne- the next thing that happened, Jeremy Corbyn warned them again, and still they exactly. <laughs> they just don't listen to Jeremy yeah. Corbyn. No. So you went to a cottage. You went cottaging. I went cottaging last week. See, that's a problem. When you go to, on a British holiday to a cottage, it's disappointing. And you know, you know your hotels and so on. I find when we went on cottages, they are like sort of nineteen seventies barrett homes. They are not. Like, <laughs> they're not like Cotswolds. No, this was thing. this was no. a row of. Oh, well, I can show no. you a photograph if you like. It was no. a row of very old buildings so that from the outside it looked very quaint on the inside they were very modern it was really good um but it was a cot here's the thing i hate when you know when you're looking about a place looking for a place to stay and you yes. read the reviews and they say the ho the hosts linda and martin were so friendly oh my gosh that's the name so of my aunt and uncle it's linda and martin. <laughs> linda and martin it is do they run a cottage company no they live no. in america but that is the name of my aunt and uncle oh, there you go this must be oh that's so guess. spooky I've channeled them you've channeled them oh god they're probably both dead you should check on them when we finish recording oh no um, anyway, but they, they got so involved and they were so helpful. They were always there in a friendly face, and we had a lovely time drinking drinking cheese with them in the evening. And I think, oh, mm-hmm. that sounds like the worst place on earth, and I'm never going to go there yeah, because I just want to be on my own. And that, yeah, and you I'm don't interrupt bad enough that my wife and son are going to be there. League of Gentlemen, and the host there. <laughs> yes, and so I didn't realise how this was a place like that. But oh, it no. was really good. Uh, really? They were really nice, and they had two kids who were two and four, so sort of Tobyish age, and they just were really cool. And they did like a, a they bit a fire pit up one evening for Toby to toast marshmallows on, and there was animal feeding in the mornings, and then were, oh, okay. Toby was feeding alpacas and sheep and pigs and chickens and hand feeding all these creatures, donkeys and Have, has all sorts. has the notion of the uh, European Union impinged on Toby's consciousness in any respect, <laughs> even even not. even tangentially. Of course not. No, it might. Have you said there's this I club, you can say there's this club that we were part of, but now everybody oh, wants see. to leave the club. No. We sort of did that with Judith at the time and she got very upset. I was in Oxfam a couple of days ago buying a book. Uh, I bought the Time Machine by oh, that's the, Isn't that the, the charity that sells children that's to right, charity yes. workers? That's yeah. right. Okay. Yes. 
So I was in their shop helping them in those endeavours. Okay. Um, H.G. Wells. I know, I've never read The Time Machine. No, is it any good? Um, yes, it is quite. It's surprisingly good. And uh, although mm. it does have this strange biography of Wells at the start, it was the centenary edition published in uh, 1991. And, uh, and it had um, a little biography at the beginning, and it was not favourable. <laughs> it was really strange mm. to include such a negative. He was a bit of a... Bit of a nasty sort. Was well, there everybody is, yeah. Anyway. Roald Dahl was terrible. Oh, yes. Anyway, uh, I was in this, and there was a girl, a young girl I mean, working... Any who. Working at the cafe. Any, any who. This, uh, this, this I say quite, girl. This is quite strong. I know. I say girl because I'm old, but she must yeah. have been in her late teens, early twenties. And she was chatting to a, a lady who was uh, of an accent. Mm-hmm. Um, and Racist. she was explaining to the lady of an accent that she had hoped to study. She was, she was asked, the lady was, they're both staff. And the one was asking the other, where are you hoping to go to university? And she said, oh, I had really been planning. I'd been planning to go to Amsterdam. Had this whole thing worked out. And it's going to cost me this much. But because when we're going to pull out of the EU... Mm-hmm. midway through the degree suddenly the fees would become so astronomical I'd have to come home I wouldn't be able to complete the course now oh, so I can't go that multiplied by so many people yeah. that yeah I know and I just thought that was just a conversation overheard in Oxfam it was just a girl who was hoping to study and never mind then somebody wanted their control back <sighs> they wanted control back over their farm mm, yeah. whatever I don't know no, that, that was really that yeah so it doesn't obviously that's not Toby but it was someone who was yeah. you know, young and just so gruesomely affected by this stupidity well, uh, yeah, and then today's well, we don't know what's the customs. You who knows? And it's like they're still, they're still playing every time we record this. It's like oh, well, now that's no, no, there's some. No, I don't know. I saw someone on Twitter it's say like, that no, 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 no. there is a sad uh, irony that the DUP teamed up with the Tories to keep them in government, and as a consequence of that, they, you know, a few steps down the line, everyone turns out to be in favour of a United Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a slightly backfire for the DUP there. Yeah, and not um, United Ireland and and uh, and an independent Scotland or whatever. It's just <laughs> it's very strange. Do you want to say a few wholesome kind words? words? Kind kind words about the dearly departed Tessa Jowell. Um Yes, I remembered that the only thing I knew I, I remember that she was all, such an awful culture secretary. She was the worst ever. Just yeah. so bad. Well, she, was than, she was worse than Sarge Javid. She was, oh yes, for sure. Yeah. And there was a reason she was known as Tossa Jow. Yeah. And, and of course she, most, for me, most famously uh, <laughs> condemned the 2001 Brass Eye Peter Geddon special. She said it was disgusting. Without having watched it. Without. Her, without her own blanket, ironically enough, hadn't watched it either. <laughs> um, yeah, so a whole bunch of them decided to go out into the press and condemn this programme and, and say how disgraceful it was and how offended they'd been by it and then later had to admit they hadn't watched it. And the culture secretary was the one such person. Culture. Yeah. That's, what you, that's what you do with culture. You castigate it. <laughs> Unseen. Yes. <laughs> I think she's got away with it. If a Republican had done it in America, they'd be all the ha 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 ha. No, Donald Trump, you know, well, they, he fine. wants to cover the statues. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, that was my legacy of her. And then it was so peculiar seeing all this these, uh, this outpouring of love for her from both sides. It was really strange. Oh, there always is. There's love. There's the, um, Nancy Pelosi says she wishes she had George W. Bush back. People, you know, it just takes uh, one change yes. and then yeah. everything's forgiven and wonderful. The, uh, the private eye pointed out the Daily Mail's worship of her. Um, in, the, in her death was somewhat contradicted by their opinions of her in her life. Although they would have liked her, um, her ridiculously uh, reactionary opinions about satire. Sure, sure, her puritanism they liked, but they did not like uh, her... Um, oh, I forget now the details. Who knows? There was well, that's that. the thing. There probably wasn't much to dislike, actually, because she was probably just a banal She was just inept. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Um, 
Do you miss Tony Blair's? Tony B. Liar? Well, if you think about so it... You, here's what I miss. 1997 Tony B. Liar. That's who I miss. Well, it would be very stupid not to. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to be an idiot not to, because yeah. not, you... A, we, there was no question that we were going to be leaving the European Union. We entered the social uh-huh. chapter. Um, was, well, you and I, we both emerged from the bowels of the BBC to this astonishing blue sky on yeah. the, that morning of May well, or whatever it was. We talked about this before. That I know, I know. But I'm saying that moment of just such hope. And then the hope was delivered upon. I remember in the, in the mid-90s, homelessness was so outrageously well, the NHS awful. got substantially better. So, so and as, as smoking it, ban came in, free um, museums, homelessness awesome. all but disappeared yeah, in, in the country. So many great things. Happened. That's why it's so jarring to see it come back again. Uh huh. Exactly. And and Blair in those early years, crime went down substantially. Pre two thousand one, Blair was condemned by the tabloids for his world leader status. He would, when there was a crisis in the world, he would go there. There was a threat of nuclear war between India and Pakistan in the very late 90s. Blair was the only world leader to go there and sit the two sides down with each other. He, he, the, the parody of that... And if you also remember become, the, if you also remember the um, Ireland as well, the Good Friday Agreement, and what he took yeah. on from Major and Made Happen and so on, and all that... Yeah, and, 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 and obviously Blair became a parody of that figure. He became deserving of the scorn and, and ire against him now. Um, but there was these glory years at the start. Yes, and there was a lot of corporatism and so on as well. But actually they managed to... They managed... And if you remember, pe- people at the time who were writing about their... The, 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 the various little scandals with Bernie Eccleston and so on. They seem rather quaint now. Yeah. Um, but... There was that, but you said, okay, at least it's the quid pro quo. They're buying some sort of additional, um, some sort of additional equity for people. And it did work for a while. And then PFI was obviously his worst, the worst legacy of those years. Yeah. And I think what they thought would happen was that they would quickly get this huge amount of money in an easy way and do something, which they did do. But then, (laughs) of course, the problem was it was... We're now, li- we're now the living through the payment, pay for that later moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder what they actually thought, whether they just thought it would be, the, the debt would be inflated to nothing. But inflation would reduce the debt. And it could be yeah. said inflation wasn't high enough and now we're having problems. I don't know. It's very difficult to tell. But yes, it's odd to think what our problems were in, in <laughs> 97 and 98 compared yes. with what, what we're dealing with, the, the shovels we're dealing with now. But even 2012... It was a very different time. Yeah. yeah, I think the the London Olympics and the Open Country, and the, the, and then there's suddenly this a nerve, a whole nervous breakdown. And mm-hmm. although things were turning wrong by 2012, were, the Olympics was tawdry. They were turning wrong, but one thought: okay, well, we can somehow. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, as as we recorded here, the uh, Clegg was terrible. And he capitulated to all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We must remember how awful the coalition was. I remember protesting with the students in Bath and being on ITV News by mistake, despite not being a student. Are we... What we're experiencing now, is that worse than the coalition or is it just the same? Oh, yes, it's definitely worse. Because as, explicit... inept, as inept as the Lib Dems were, they, de- they were holding them back from certain things. Whereas this Brexit thing is just... Yeah. Every time you come back to it, it's like mortality. You, you have to it. <laughs> it's still there looming over you. <laughs> yes. Even if you've had some rum. No, it's still there. Yeah. It's very it's, problematic. It's very good. to deal with this. 
My favourite thing is the, the privatised letters page rage of the... I, I, the fact that Brexit became a word. I remember resisting it at the time. Brexit. And then as you, as it, we've talked about this before, yeah. obviously. Um, but the fact that Brexiteers became a word is just too much for me. I think we said this in the last episode, mm. but we're so seen on. Um, but privatised, talking about this, the, the, the Brexiteers write into privatised saying, how? You're just so obsessed with criticising Brexit. You've become so anti... And I keep writing the same letter and they never publish it, which drives me crazy, mm. which is the, the letter that says, yes, how dare you continue to satirise the things that are happening rather than the events that didn't. The things that are happening and completely incompetent. Yeah. Well, no, it's even that. They, 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 these people seem to be demanding that there be a parallel private eye that cr- criticises the results of a Remain vote. <laughs> yes. And if they don't do that, then they're showing genuine bias. No, they can only parody the events that have occurred. Also, the private eye can show bias it's not yes of course that's know, if, if, if it has a bee in its bonnet it can have its bee in its bonnet oh, and good gracious does it have some biases it's yeah. not a big friend of Israel but what um, other biases well it never has because Richard Ingram yeah, that's, well, his, yes, that's his legacy exactly, because he, absolutely. he hates those Jews I, fe- I remember there was an, a, 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 a column the TV column that made some outrageously uh, lazily anti-Semitic comments yeah. and I emailed in saying this is oh, come on this is outrageous yeah. And they didn't publish it, but they did reply, fair dues. That's all I got the reply saying, fair enough, or fair dues, something yeah. like that. And they kind of like, which was a tacit, okay, that wasn't okay. Yeah. At least there's that, but... Well, it's fairly conservative, private eye, in the small sea. In many ways, it's, it's, it's very it, anti-European, which makes the anti... No, it is conservative in that it really... It, it's, it, it's, a, it's a specific sort of satire that yearns that things just stop being messed about yes. with. And um, their, their, their obsession on social media is... It's absolutely yeah. astounding. They're dedicating so many pages to oh. writing the same column every fortnight. Yeah, but to be fair, um, Hislop has hated the internet since yes, it absolutely. impinged on his consciousness. So that's that's cool. But that's part of the pleasure of the magazine is that it's so anachronistic well, in yes. many ways. No, and that it's, so, it's so stuck in its silly ways. It's made some, you know, it's, it, when it supported Andrew Wakefield in the MMR debate, that was me. Maybe went a little bit, the, but they—they they they did, did, they did massive mea culpa. They that. did admit their mistake. Yes, they wrote a, a, a like eight-page uh, special supplement arguing how badly they messed up and why and how it, yes. and, and, and and all that, which is great. It is. Um, I think that what are they wrong about now? There's something else that they're wrong about now that they're eventually going to have to fess up to. Something that to I forget. Do. But they've always been right on the um, the the thing, other thing they've always been right on that the rest of the press still hasn't caught up on is uh, the witchcraft stuff, the, um, the devil-worshipping, sata- the satanic abuse, that's it, satanic abuse. Oh, right, yeah. Satanic ritual abuse. They've, they have correctly identified since the start of that nonsense that it's a nonsense. Yes. And yet the papers still just keep picking up and running with it. Yeah. They were on top of the, um, the VIP uh, abuse ring within the parliament, you know, the one that Tom Watson yeah, yeah. became obsessed with, for which there was no evidence, but all apart from one guy called, for the pretend name Nick. Mm-hmm. Who made up this entire story? I did. So, uh, and he, 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 he did. Yes. Yes, you uh, did, didn't you? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and the, so they, you know, they. Do you like your Tom Watson? No, Griefy. No, I don't. Like he's your video. Watson. He's at the video game. Just like the video he games. Likes the video games. He's with the kids. He likes the video games. He doesn't like the fireworks or the pedos. The, you like the pedos, do you? Well, I, li- I like the people who aren't pedos. But, and I don't like them being called pedos when they aren't. I think you like the pedos. No, I don't. This entire podcast is based on us calling people who aren't pedos pedos. What am I even talking about? Yeah, well, exactly. Well, no, or who are. Or, oh, yeah, sorry, who are, of course. Like, 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 like for, 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 for example, Rupert Murdoch yeah. called pedophile. Yeah. Someone who wanted to be, you know, in a lot of trouble would say that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he married Jerry Hall, but he really wanted to marry 
Name name a I don't even know. Name a young girl who's currently in in limelight as a celebrity on some program. Name wow. a, and it's going to be under eighteen to make it work. Oh, under eighteen, that's easy. I thought you were going to say like under ten. No, at least under eighteen. Um, no, under seventeen. Oh, Let's make it. I'm finding it trickier now. I don't know any. Not least because I most... don't know any young girls. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it so tricky. Yes. Oh, gosh, who's famous and young? Miley Cyrus is not young anymore. She's not young anymore, no. I'm afraid. I'm very sorry to tell you that she is now officially old. Um, everyone who is young is now old. Well, ne- that's why I'm... T- somebody... I'm 40 years old. Nick. My daughter would My daughter would know yeah. the name of the, whoever sings the, like a robot. Well, there's a share. Yeah, sure. Uh, see, what's good about that joke is not only was it a reference to the fact that she's very old and sings like a robot, but also hasn't sung like a robot since the 90s. Yes, but we so still... the joke still, itself is if, entrenched if, 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 in my age. Uh, but if they did a Radio 4 pack, yes, you know, they would. It would be she. She would be singing like this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, no, there are no young people. I mean, there's obviously stuff I see on CBBS that has children in it. Get married. Revolting little children. Uh, yeah, I don't, Rupert Murdoch wants to marry all of the, the girls and boys on CBBS. The the tumbly booze. The tumbly. You just made up a new show for Justin. No, you should it? email him immediately. Oh, I'm worried about Justin as well. Why are you worried about the lovely Justin? Just because he's just because he's you're such a homophobe. That's your problem. I didn't say anything about that. That's why you're. Tra- my, my, that's why you're worried. No, I'm just, no, I'm worried about him. If he, he had a dolly bird he, on his arm, you'd be fine. I'm worried about him because he looks like you. Oh, I see. Yes, so you need to be worried about anybody who looks like John. <laughs> I look less like him with my hair cut short. You do, and you also you're less fat than him now. That's is true. He's he's, he's, uh, he's having he's, problems. He's going the other way from me. I mean, I need to lose a lot more weight, but he's going the other way. Yeah, he has hyperinsulinemia, poor chap. We need to. We get... do need to tell him. I'll, I will tell him uh, when I next meet him. Here's the thing about Justin at the Elm Guest House. <laughs> no, surely when you go to uh, Justin Town, <laughs> Justin's to house. visit Justin's house. <laughs> He's not at all egotistical. The next series, this is going to be called Justin's Channel, please. <laughs> Justin's Justin, and it's a programme set Inside Justin, starring Justin. Inside Justin, oh dear. <laughs> As I said, they're in the Elm Guest House. I don't know what that means. The, the listener will tell you okay, what it means, yeah. Uh, I've accused him of something terrible. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Uh, Robert the Robot. The guy who plays Robert yeah, the Robot is ever, really... He's a proper actor, and he's just sitting there having to, yeah. I know, and he's so... His timing is so good, and... Yeah, you see, he's he's played some. They, you know, CBBS does Shakespeare. He turns up and does very does well in those. No, I haven't They've done the CBBS of late. Well, I suppose your daughter's probably onto the uh, CBBCs by now. Except for some pro- programs which she'll then watch, but she watches those specifically on the iPlayer. Yeah. Where is the Danger Mouse? Uh, the Danger Mouse is on the CBBC. Okay, yeah, she watches that. Yeah, no, Toby's not ready for Danger Mouse. I'm sure he'd love it actually. Mm. Um, but no, he's still on CBBS. Fine, because it's got the Gojetters. No, it's no got good. the no, he's the, app, the, the, the the um. The, Sorry about this. The the one underwater ones. Nobody cares. About it does have Hey Dougie, which is genuinely great. Yeah. CBB's HQ on Twitter is very worth following because it's CBB's for grown-ups. It's run by the official CBB's people, but it's not a feed for children to read. It's not rude or anything. It's not very like rude, lascivious, but it's just you know. And they I they tweeted today saying, like, just a bit of encouragement. It's still sunny and the workday's nearly over. So I replied to them, are you suggesting we should go outside and not watch CBeebies? I said, don't get carried away. No, no, no. I just saying, you can take quite... your device outside. <laughs> yes, that's right. Tune it in. They're quite, but they're quite funny. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, CBeebies is awful, but great. You're going to tell all the kids, to, all the people who listen to this to tune into it then? Tune into CBeebies. If, just watch um, Do You Know, starring Maddie. I think Maddie Motes is her name. Never heard of her. She's very pretty. 
She's very, okay, there you go. Very pretty indeed. Rupert Murdoch will marry she's the underage up. Maddie. She's a grown-up. Oh, I thought you were talking about no, an underage girl. No, I'm not a Oh, no. she's very pretty. Oh, yeah, I don't want to know. Maddie. Young Maddie. Oh, Maddie. What does the name remind oh, me of? Oh, that lovely Topsy off of Topsy and Tim. Ooh. What is Topsy and Tim? Oh, yeah. Topsy and Tim? What is Topsy and Tim? Are you alive? No, there's... No, uh, it's Rosie a TV show Jim. based on the, on the Topsy and Tim books, but... The children are very nauseating, and that it's the most. They are the most middle-class family of the, of all time on Topsy and Tim. You've got a new kitchen, and they never disobey. You didn't need parents. a new kitchen. No, you didn't need one. Well, your old we kitchen worked. One. Your old kitchen it worked. Sufficed. It worked. But we were unable to store stuff. Why instead of it's, instead of getting a new? Well, we kitchen. couldn't fit our fridge in it because it wasn't long enough. Instead of getting a, instead of getting a new kitchen, why don't you give a new kitchen to the children in Africa? Well, we do give money away too. But why didn't you give a new kitchen to the children in Africa? One each. <laughs> they could have each had a new kitchen. New How kitchen. long would it have taken to build, bearing in mind you'll build this record? Would Africa oh, have its kitchens yet? Well, our builder wants to go and build things in Romania. That's his... For, uh... Is he British? Yes. So a British man wants to go and build yes, stuff do in building Romania. in Romania. Be, they're all good luck. Staring confusion. Hmm. Um, oh, look at Lucy all tucked up. Yes, Lucy's here. She's a horrible cat. She's 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 getting better. Mm, well, so that's not saying much. She hasn't whinged. That's that's true. She's way less annoying than Finch. I hate this hay fever. It's making my eyes sore. Oh, will you stop it with oh. hay fever? You, my yeah. wife. It's just such nonsense. Yeah, and the hay fever. I know the hay you've been having is getting right on my nerves. I Especially when you're sniffing, 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 nibbling over it. Truffle like. hounds. <laughs> It really does freak me out how that sometimes how much Toby looks like Judy. It really does disturb yeah, well, me a little yeah. bit. There's yeah. certain looks he gives. I'm like, oh, hmm. mm. Also, the fact that he steals food off my plate—that's the bad side yeah. too. Uh, yeah, stealing food is a, a, an important <laughs> trip. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed the lies that you told me. He tells. I oh yes, Toby that, lies about being blind and about being deaf. Apparently, it's, it's an important developmental uh, arrangement where you have to learn to lie. You know. Yes, I know, but not. You have. I think it's another. <laughs> you have to do it subtly to learn to back down when you've been proven wrong. Yeah, I think that's an important <laughs> developmental leap as well. It's quite a bit. I've decided I'm going to be blind now. I just literally. I, I just lost my. I just couldn't cope with it. The, the fact that I'm so excited, this is a bit awful for the listener because I'm talking, talking about a conversation right before, like people do. <sighs> but yes, yeah, so Toby announced that he couldn't see one morning, and so I tested this by saying, Is my hand up or down? He said, Up. I said, Yes, I know. So how could you see that? I guessed. And we had that covered. That was yeah, fine. Good. Then I did more specific tests. I was like, What's, my, what's on my t shirt? What toy, toy am I holding? Because yeah. he's got some eyesight problems, and it was very, you know, it was like mm. genuinely very scary if he had lost his sight. So you have to press your buttons. Exactly. And, um, and then I was threatening him to take him to the hospital and I was trying to get him dressed to go, like really calling his bluff and he was freaking out. And as I said to you before, yes. I said, are you worried because the doctor will know that you're lying? And he said, yes. And I said, so can you tell me that you're lying? No, I can't see. That was amazing <laughs> to hold those two things in contention. Um, and then he said, I said, Toby, we have to go to hospital now because this is so serious. There might be something wrong with your brain. We have to find out now. It's so serious. And he said, no, I'm going to be better later. <laughs> I'm going to get better later. That was his argument against going to hospital. Talk about his brain. Wouldn't it be lovely to you? You'd like to just jump into his brain and think, what does he actually think is going on here? I, just, I would love to. So his line was, my eyes are blocked. And then the moment his, he's got the grow clock and the moment the clock turned yellow, he went, my eyes are unblocked now, daddy. And oh. I just thought that everything's going to be okay now. Everything was not okay now. 
It was okay. a, a it was our first family argument. <laughs> well, the first family holiday argument, I mean. Oh my god. Was this yes. on holiday? Yes, this was on holiday. I just want to say it's twenty one thirty four, which is my favourite time. I find it the most aesthetically pleasing arrangement. No, wasn't it uh, that was for written out in words, but yeah. for on a digital clock, two one three four, I find it very pleasing. Two one three four. We should say goodbye to the listener then. Really? Yeah. It's only forty three. We just say goodbye. Goodbye, listener. It's twenty one. 34 still I'm not saying goyebye until it's over it's 20 minutes we can get to go by now <laughs> go away bye bye